Last time on Cursebreaker. The fiery final fight with Flan rages on. Bert outpaced Flan to the top of the Tower of Knowledge and communed with the Book of Truth. It presented him with the opportunity to change reality, sending Flan to her death and Jinx back to jail. But Bert knew the truth was not his to change. He declined divine intervention and in doing so passed his test. With the difficult truth set back in motion, Holly and Malboro worked together to protect Tildry from the impending meteor strike. And it worked. But at what cost? So you are all still in mid-combat in this tower, and Malboro just disappeared in a city-wide portal that was constructed right over the top of this tower that has now collapsed. Sorry, the portal, not the tower. <laughs> uh, Malboro is gone, and we are at the top of the round with Tibio. You are at the base of the Tower of Knowledge in the main room. Uh, near you are Bert, Uli, and Orzo. Okay. Tibio looks at Orzo. dun dun, dun. And uh, casts Dissonant Whispers okay. at a fifth level. Okay. That's a high level, folks. And he uh, does a little, like, He <laughs> gives one huge shake of his head and, like, swipes a hand across you as if to hit you. Um, but it just makes you falter for a second. Uh, he's using a legendary resistance to undo your effect. That's rude. Bummer. What do I get to do about that? Nothing. Mm, I will back up a bit and end my turn. All right. Uh, next up is Holly. So portal's done. Mm -hmm. Malbro just disappeared next to her through her portal, then into his own portal, into the ocean. Yep. Probably to die. Mm -hmm. I just imagine like Holly um, with the immediate threat of the meteors being done and her first like full portal mm -hmm. she just kind of like drops to her knees for a second and um is just sitting in like the muddy river bank <laughs> um and is kind of like breathing heavily <sighs> oh my god we did it um and she what can she see when she looks across the pond or the river or whatever to the tower of knowledge from her vantage point uh so you can see Inside the Tower of Knowledge, there is some commotion. You can see through an open doorway that there's some movement, but you can only see people for like a second at a time. Um, on the outside of the tower, uh, due to your cats being attached to the chameleon mm -hmm. on its eyes, mm -hmm. uh, you know where that chameleon is at all times, no matter how much it tries to disguise itself. Okay. I'm going to cast Big B's hand Okay. to grab that lizard. What's <laughs> the range on Big B's hand? 120 feet. Mm, sure, pretty close, yeah. I create a large hand of shimmering translucent force. Yeah, you guys all know the spell. You know it. You love it. <laughs> I'm gripping that boss up. Grapple, 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 chameleon. Ooh. That's bad. With Big B's hand. With Big B's hand. Uh, strength modifier is plus eight. Okay, I'm gonna, can I reroll that with a luck point? Yes, that's your second one for today. Yep. Okay, 18. To grapple. Uh, got a 16. Yes. You succeed. Yee. I grab him with my hand. I grab him. I also want Holly's big bee's hand to have like really cute 
um, almond-shaped nails. Like a nice <laughs> manicure. Yeah. So grabs it. It's definitely a lady's hand. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you grab the chameleon and its eyes kind of like bug out a little bit and it's like tongue squeezes out. <laughs> Big gal's hand. <laughs> Big gal's hand. Big base. I am going to try to start swimming there's, there's no bridge anymore, right? Or is there a bridge I can walk across? There's parts of a bridge, but there's a big broken gap in the middle. Okay, I'll just start um, swimming. I'm holding my hand above the water and side stroking with the other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Bert, you are up next. Okay. Bert's going to walk over to Tibio and say, sorry, I left you down here, Tibio. I had something important to do. And I'll cast Healing Word. Healies. At a fourth Healies. level. <laughs> Remember, these can never roll fours or threes. <laughs> you have 10 more hit points. That's not nothing. I'm in the double digits, y'all. I, it's I, okay, John. <laughs> I think you're on the right track with the music. We just got to keep trying. I'll try to distract him. Okay, yes, I, I think he knows to avoid it. Uh, for my action, I turn my attention to Orzo and give him the old brain gore. Okay. 18 to hit. That hits. Great. 15 damage. Give it a shot, Orzo. I think if you tried to possess me again, you'd probably do it this time. <laughs> um, so you uh, you do get uh, surface read off this guy again. However, Orzo's thoughts have turned completely to escape. That seems fine. He is thinking... <laughs> no, don't escape. <laughs> he, he's thinking he's done enough damage to slow you down and keep you here he needs to get distance and make a plan i think bert would be happy to let him get away actually at this juncture it's been a busy day <laughs> <laughs> that ends my turn okay uh next up is orzo orzo takes one good look at y'all yeah everybody in that room that would be tibio bert and uli uh make a constitution saving throw oh lord is this is it a Magic save? Great question. Is this a magical thing? He is creating a very bright light to blind you. That's a six. 17. 15. Okay. So then Bert and Tibio are blinded. Ouch. Temporarily. Uh, Uli, you shield and close your eyes at the exact right time. I used to stare at the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to it. Um, but there is a bright flash, and you feel a kind of rush of air as Orzo exits this place. Fuck. Uh, out the main archway, uh, Holly and Snack see this streak of light dip straight into the water. Oh, no. Uh, it is headed east and down into the water. Did it go past us? Yes. I mean, do I get an opportunity attack? Yeah. Okay. I just want a warcaster. No one can tell Lily she can't fight the elements. Um, she killed a tornado. Yeah. I just want a magic missile as he goes by. Okay. 13. It feels pretty good. <laughs> You're kind of like chasing him out the door as he turns into a, a streak of light to transport himself out of there. Um, you coward! You all see his light kind of dim and disappear as he heads toward the uh, broken pinnacle of magic in the bottom of the lake. Uh, next up is Jinx, uh, who is being grappled right now. Ha. Uh, so it has to use its action to escape your grapple. So I need you to roll Bigby's hand again. You got a 22 this time. 25. God dang. <laughs> I, rolled, I rolled 17. It's plus 8. Okay. 
Strong hand. Yeah. Uh, the uh, chameleon struggles a whole lot. And I guess his turn is over. Uh, next up is Snack. Uh, there is a large chameleon that is being grappled by a giant hand and kind of pinned and pressed up against the wall with a couple of cats hanging off its eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we in quite a bind, are we, Jinx? How unfortunate. How about a little blast of Eldritch? And I shoot off a couple beams. So we got a uh, 16 to hit. Does hit, Jinx. Okay. And the other one's way higher, so. Um, 13 for the first one. Uh, seven for the second, so 20 total. Okay. Snack will look off to where that bolt went um, and uh, frown. Okay. The camera zooms in on you frowning. <laughs> Super close up on Snack. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, as you sink these Eldritch Blasts into Jinx, you see them leaving holes in the chameleon. So there's a gaping wound on his side. Uh, the other one caught him near the head, and you see it like took out a piece of his skull. Mm. Uh, he this is, is very nearly dead. Um, Snack, as you end your turn, you hear from a good distance away, Snack, what do I do? Um... I didn't think this far ahead, Genie. You're supposed to guide me on next steps. They took care of the... Spicy meatball problem, and I've got all this chalk energy. Oh, yes. Uh, I have a really good idea that I forgot about earlier. Okay, aim this quick. He's making like a handgun motion. Um, over there by all the magic stuff. Underwater there? Yes, if you can, but remember you have to account for the light refraction and the water. And so. <laughs> uh, just a big boom then? Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, big boom. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's actually pretty appropriate because what you see come out of Genie is a very wimpy little bolt. <laughs> it's it's like about half the power of your normal Eldritch bolt, and you see it like, and it hits the water and just, <laughs> and then you just see some bubbles at the surface, and he's like, snack a. I'm sorry, that's all I've got. It's okay, it happens to all of us sometimes. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm just not like I used to be. We will get strong soon again, Genie. Uh, Uli, it is your turn. Um, I don't know what's going on outside, right? I'm sure you hear like Eldritch bolts getting flung around. You yeah. know that there's combat out there. You're basically in the doorway. I'll go out. Mm-hmm. Where's the chameleon? Uh, I'll need you to make a uh, perception check. It is still color shifted to match the wall. Well, I can see my hand. I guess oh, I, I guess yeah. Cats. Cats. Where's the hand cats? and the cats? Yeah, you can probably actually hand scratch that. Cats. You, yeah, you see a large uh, hand made of force that is squeezing a big chunk of what looks like stone. I guess I'll magic missile the chameleon. Okay. Ten damage. Okay. Uh, Snack, you see these bolts, um, magic missile bolts coming from Uli, and they jettison up towards the chameleon, and as close as you are, you can see each of them sink into the chameleon when they arrive. Just like your Eldritch Bolt, these are leaving holes in the thing. Eventually, its form becomes so weak that Bigby's hand starts to crush it, and you see the chameleon being forced out between the fingers, and then you see the hand just clench, and it crushes him entirely. And you just see this, like, goo drip back into the water and, like, smear down the side of the tower. Awesome. Like, yuck. Like, people goo? Yeah. Okay. It's all sorts of stuff. 
Ugh. Holly like shakes Bigby's hand off in the air. <laughs> wipes it on the tower. Gross. And then just like dips it in the water to clean it. Yeah. Um, you're welcome. Also, big glowy guy might be a problem. He got away. Can I use a reaction to use to catch my cats with the hand? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Would they have been crushed also? No. They got out through the fingers. Okay. Also, if they're crushed, they just come back to life. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, where did Orzo go? Did anyone see him? I mean, I, I popped him on the way out, but uh, I don't know. I haven't seen anything. He went out the door. Did anyone see where he is? I, did, I still am having trouble. I think he's going to the magic water that made Genie kind of go crazy, but I can't imagine why. I thought the fountain of magic came down with the tower. Do you guys think it's still a fountain if it's underwater already? Well, that's a great question about semantic snacks. Now, see, I think... Uh, we do not have time for this. We must go after him, right? Uh, yeah. We'll put a pin in it. <laughs> Holly splashes up on the bank. and She says, uh, I saw a light. It go, went to this thing in the water. I don't know what it was. It's the fountain of magic. Can you make a portal to take us there? I just made a portal, but I can try. Holly, uh, press the digitations herself. Dry. Okay. <laughs> also, um, it's underwater. So. I think we've established that we're all fine swimmers. Yeah, but no, no one can breathe underwater. Can you not breathe underwater? Oh, no, I can. No one else can, I don't think. Um, okay, so Holly, you attempt to open a portal. Immediately after starting, you know that it's not going to come and that you are limited to one per day at most. I, I can't do it, you guys. I think I'm too tired. Um, uh, that, that is okay, Holly. You, uh, you portaled, I think, many, many meteors, so I think you are good. Uh, I can take us halfway. Take one of us halfway. Wait. I can't. Everyone in the lamp except Uli. Except Uli. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Uli. Snacky, you look around for the lamp, and it's not with you. And then you hear like a punk right in the water next to you. Mm. I'm going to alter self aquatic adaptation mm -hmm. myself and go get the lamp, I guess. Oh, it's... I surge. Hey! <laughs> Perfect. Roll a d10. Your age changes by a number of years equal to the roll. Oof. If the roll Either is odd, direct. you get younger. Oh, okay. Roll is even, you get older. Okay. And I rolled a 10. Oof. Which means I get older by wow. 10. Dang. Wow. I'm now 40. Oh my God. <laughs> that was a big one. The fuck? This is 40. <laughs> I am now older than all of my siblings, so that's cool. The oldest. I'm the oldest sibling. Dora is my baby brother now. <laughs> okay. I'm a mermaid now. And I grab, I grab the lamp out Middle of the water. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, you're back on the bridge with the lamp and snack. <laughs> we all teleport into the mudroom. Okay. Except for me. Except, oh, oh shoot. <laughs> yeah, Uli, Uli stays out. <laughs> yeah, everyone, uh, everyone pops into the near-dimensional mudroom, and then <laughs> Uli gets kicked out really quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to Dimension Door as close to the pool as I can. I'm in the water with the lamp. Okay, so you uh, open the dimension door and uh, you are like lurching forward to step through it and something has got your ankle. Great. From the water? From the water. From behind me? Yes. Would they, would they come with me then, whoever grabbed me? No, 
the the dimension door is like this um, little tiny rip in reality that you're about to step through, but you can't physically move through it because you're being held back by something around your ankle. Can I look at what it is? Uh, it is a long, gooey pink strand that is reaching back underneath the water. Mm. Fucking jinx. And then you see another one slap against the bridge and another couple against the tower. Surfacing from the water, you see a desperate attempt from Jinx to remain alive. He has shapeshifted into something that is not real. Um, he has portions of all the shapes you've seen before. He essentially resembles a large gorilla with a chameleon tail that has several mouths placed around its body that are all shooting out sticky pink tongues. Ugh. It surfaces from the water Terrible. and pulls itself towards you. Is Dimension Door gone now because it was... Dimension Door is still there. I think what happens from here, actually, that pink strand that's got your ankle is suddenly severed and you fall through your Dimension Door. Okay. Looking back for just a second to see what cut that strand, you see Ulrich with a scythe mm. that had just dragged it through the tongue. Where did he come from? And you disappear through the Dimension Door. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> Uh, while you all explore this next section, you will also be fighting Jinx with friends from Tildry. Yay. Uh, so underwater, uh, Uli, you're 500 feet closer to the puddle of light underwater. Yes. How deep are we underwater? 70 feet underwater. Okay. Why did we all need to go if we can't breathe there anyway? We're just going to be in the lamp the whole time. I can transform into something. Snack, do you have any old-timey divey helmets? Hmm. I have a skull of an elephant that you could wear. Did you steal that from the tower? Which tower? Is that a yes? I I found it. Doesn't matter. But I think it could work. Okay. Uh, let me go um, to my room. Enough of this. Jeannie, can you give us like gills or something or like help us breathe underwater temporarily? Uh, maybe. But if it goes anything like that last attempt, it's not going to be enough. What do you mean, not enough? Your magic's gone? It's not gone. It's just not good anymore. We can just hold our breath, Holly. It's not a big deal. Well, I read this in a book once. I mean, Mermaid Uli could just breathe air into our mouths. <laughs> I'll just make out with you while you fight the monster. What kind of book were you reading? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. All right, so uh, Uli is... Um, doing the like dolphin kick thing, uh, swimming through the water towards the puddle of light. And eventually you come right up to it, but there's no sign of Orzo here. You can see probably where he entered in. Uh, you can see a large uh, kind of blast in the side of this building. You can get into it through the hole that he made. Okay. To get closer to that puddle of light. You can see like there are a couple narrow slots in the windows where you can see that light shining through, but they're not big enough to move through. Okay. I try to get through the blast hole. Okay. Um, yeah, you swim through that and give me a perception check as you move through here. Eight. <laughs> okay. Um, there's magic stuff in this room and you can't see how he got to the pinnacle of magic from here, but you can see two, uh, archways that lead to your left and right kind of in a circle around this tower instead of going towards the center where the light is. Hmm. I'm going to knock on the lamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you all feel this, like, <laughs> rumbling and jostling from outside. Hey! <laughs> I can't get in! There's too many walls. 
Too many wolves? <laughs> I know. I think she said wolves. Oh. Uli's in danger. We need to get out and save her from the wolves. I cancel the <clears throat> teleportation. Or you just eject us? Oh, yeah. Eject us. Yeah, okay. Eject yeah. you out of the lamp. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, you out of the water. Lamp. Oh. Yeah. You all just appear outside. Uh, let me get a quick perception check from everybody else. Okay. It's going in dice jail. Natural 20. Nice. Oh, my God. 13. 11. 6. Okay. <laughs> Uh, 13 probably notices and, and snack somehow you recognize, um, <laughs> uh, you are in a room that was devoted to the study of abjuration. Um, you can tell that the archways leading left and right from here are protected by some abjuration ward. You can see that this room is largely destroyed and flooded, of course. Um, but there are some arcane artifacts in here that have been like jostled around as the tower fell. But this little wedge of the tower is devoted to abjuration. Tibio, you know that as well. Also, I need everybody to make a constitution save. That's going to dice jail. A breathy holdy save. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone need um, breath? <laughs> so 23. For the room situation, you said left and right mm -hmm. are archways, mm -hmm. and there's something magical about them. Yeah, they're they're awarded, both of them. You don't know how Orzo got to the fountain from here, because there's not like a direct path that goes to that light in the center of the tower. Hmm. Okay. You I got a five. Okay. I got a, I got an unnatural twenty. Okay. I have eighteen. Okay. So uh you're all fine except Bert is already choking when he gets tossed out of the lamp. Um, I reach out and like slap snack on the arm a couple times and point at Bert. Snack laughs out some bubbles. Uh, what? Um, I'm okay. I'm gonna take a big breath in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't think this works, right? For the record. No, no. I'm doing it anyway. I have no idea how this works, and I'm gonna blow air into Bert's like. Mouth and nose. I'm just gonna like open my mouth, <laughs> like make a seal around his orifice. And you're a mermaid. Yeah, All I can right. like take in air through my gills. Uli's Uli's mohawk is slow motion shimmering underwater <laughs> as Uli's or as Bert's eyes go wide and they lock lips, and Bert's cheeks just inflate with Uli's breath. Um, Her mouth is over his mouth and nose. Yeah. <laughs> He's very much smaller than I. Yeah. <laughs> his whole face is in your mouth. Bert, you can feel your lungs practically bursting. Um <laughs> eating me. <laughs> maybe maybe Uli's lungs didn't suck up all the oxygen out of that breath, and uh, you are okay for just a couple seconds here. Um, however, at that moment, Uli, you feel something as your lips connect with Bert. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sorry, a little spark. Um, Uli, as you pull away, uh, Bert, what you're looking at is Uli, but she's got like salt and pepper hair, and her overalls are a very nice navy blue, mm. and she's got oh like a little like dress shirt underneath it. All I had to do was kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see that you've got a little Bert patch on your overalls. Oh, yeah. Do I know what it would do if I used it? You, uh, Your outfit has changed. Your hair has changed. You also have a very small mustache. <laughs> yes. I forgot um, to shave this morning. So for this, you get uh, two abilities. Um, one of your spells is altered, just like with Tibio, except this time it's your Thunder Wave spell. 
uh, when you cast Thunder Wave while wearing the Burt Patch, it heals allies for the same amount that it would damage enemies. Wow. Cool. That's a good patch. In addition, uh, you can learn someone's surface thoughts by repeatedly shouting their name at them. <laughs> <laughs> Bert, you just kissed Uli, and now you're looking at like a reflection of yourself in her. <laughs> Every time I kiss someone, they turn into me. Is <laughs> it uh, imitation is the highest form of flattery? <laughs> Snack, with your uh, natural 20 perception, I will also let you know that uh, the archway to your left uh, signals transmutation, and to your right signals evocation. I'm glad Snack knows that. <laughs> yeah. Does Snack even know? <laughs> no fucking kidding. Does Thomas even know? Okay, Snack, things? looking to your right, uh, you think of yes, like. Yes, tell me in Snack terms. Yeah, to your right is fiery explosions. To your left is well, change, get bigger. Which one is better? Oh, gee. Oh, that is a tough call for Snack. Mm. Uh, none of my allies are currently dead, so uh, Snack will uh, take the left. Fantastic. All right. Um, yeah, you uh, press up against the archway and realize that it's warded and preventing your egress. Hmm. Uh, when you push into it, you can feel it kind of like flex against you. The harder you push, the more it flexes. This feels like it could be destroyed. I got one tool, and it's an Eldritch Blast. Uh, so we got 23 and uh, 27. Yeah, those both hit. Okay. <laughs> 5, 15, uh, 21. Damage? Damage, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see the, the wall uh, flex and shudder, and you, you see some fractures form into it, uh, but it does not give away yet. Mm. Snack points aggressively at it. Okay. Does anybody else want to pitch in? Uh, yeah. Can I shatter? Can yeah. I, like, sonar scream? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it fails whatever save it's got to make. Okay. Then it would be 3d8 thunder. It's a 11. Uh, well, the 11 is enough to uh, flex and shatter the ward. Uh, the ward gives way, and you realize at that moment that the other rooms of this tower had not been flooded until just now. Um, <laughs> cool. uh, water goes rushing into the next room. Does and, it, like, displace us? Uh, yeah, I think you all get kind of, like, shoved into that room. But um, does it make a pocket of air, perhaps? Maybe you guys get, like, a quick breath out of it, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, like, rapidly filling up. Yeah, you all get a second to breathe, some old, stale <laughs> Tower of Magic air. Um, and stepping into the transmutation room, Holly becomes an anglerfish, Bert becomes a turtle, Tibio becomes an octopus, uh, Snack becomes a walleye, and Uli becomes a dolphin. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, Tibio still has bone armor. Can we talk to each other? No. Wait, what are you? An octopus. octopus? Can I still have bone armor? Yes. You're, you're just in a skull. <laughs> yes. Nice. You're a skull with tentacles. Nice. <laughs> um, Holly, as an anglerfish, is going to swim around and investigate this room with my light. Give me an investigation check. Did you say we couldn't talk to each other? Correct. Okay. Can we cast? Not verbal stuff. Does anything not have verbal? I don't even write that on my character sheet. You're a bad wizard then. You're a bad wizard, Harry. <laughs> 18 to investigate this room. Okay. 
yeah, Holly, you uh, have your little light dangling in front of you, and you just kind of swim around and read things. Uh, you can see the ink rapidly smearing on all the text in here as it gets flooded with water. And um, a single tear falls down Turtle Bert's eye. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't see it because we're underwater. <laughs> Holly, you, you give it you give it a good swim around and conclude that there's uh, nothing of value in here except to move on to the next chamber. Holly just swims away into the next chamber. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking for a door. Also, also it's dark as shit, so y'all better follow me. Yeah. <laughs> I would also like to propose we call him Turt. <laughs> Turt. Turt the Birdle. Turt follows Holly. <laughs> what Come are on. you? I'm a walleye. Oh. <laughs> for those not from Minnesota, it's a. <laughs> It's a freshwater fish with cool-looking, shiny eyes sort of thing. They're kind of spooky-looking. So. <laughs> I swim ahead of everyone Okay. because I'm fast. All right. I'm behind because I'm a turtle. <laughs> um, the next chamber, I think you're all starting to catch on the themes of these things, but you move into the conjuration chamber. Um, there are extra planar creatures here that don't seem like they mean to be. Uli, you see a dolphin that looks a lot like you, except it's like ethereal. And it's just kind of swimming in circles around you. I want to do the Spider-Man meme, but with my fin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just, the two dolphins point at each other. Did you guys see that the Spider-Man did that? Meme? Oh, did yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. The three. So good. So there's an ethereal dolphin floating around me. Yeah, I mean, there's ethereal creatures of all sorts, including things that you don't really understand what they are. It almost looks like a, a satyr, except it's got like kind of a like giraffe neck to it. doesn't look like anything you've seen before. Um, there are some like almost demonic looking creatures with six arms. And Tim, you do know that dolphins are real, right? Like they're not. <laughs> they're in the <laughs> monster manual, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Okay. It's fine. No, it's fine. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try and commune with the dolphin. Yeah. Uh, Who knows what that was? Kind of a monkey dolphin. That was, that was only speaking dolphin. <laughs> Wait, I can try. As an anglerfish? No, you're a doll. I'm the I'm the elite. Oh. <laughs> I'm the ethereal dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it seems the um, extra planar dolphin is not a dolphin at all and does not speak what? your language. No. Um, these are all just manifestations of energy from elsewhere. Um, are they drowning right now? Or no, are they just like, they're, they just they're seem a little like, lost. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. They, they move back into the other chamber that you were just in and kind of explore alongside you, but it becomes clear that there's really not much else to this chamber. Snack is very determined to find the fountain. I swim on. Okay. You, uh, now enter into a room that looks a little foreboding at first blush. Full of bones and dark-looking ceremonial artifacts. We're still... Still fishified. Yeah. Um, The tibio octopus reaches out his many tentacles and captures as many bones in passing as he can to try and get a sense for them. Okay. I think as soon as you reach out, a sort of cloud of bones lifts from the floor of this place and assembles near you. You can tell that these are not the right bones to be making this shape, but there's a small dog that is swimming in front of you. Its head is not a skull. It's just a bunch of bones cobbled together to look something like a dog head shape. You'd guess there's about 100 bones in this cloud. Um, much like when you touch the sky whale bones during travel, this thing is laced with memory. But it seems more intentional than before. 
just a moment after beginning to focus on this, you all see this ghostly image play before you, and you can hear this in your head. There are two charming-looking gnomes before you. <gasps> Tibio, you recognize a projection of your parents. <gasps> and your mother speaks, Hello, Tibio. And then you hear, What if he doesn't find it? And you hear, Of course he will find it. How could Tibio visit Tildry and not visit the Pinnacle of Magic? And you hear, Uh... I suppose. He's a clever boy. Uh, your mother kind of uh, looks back into the quote-unquote camera and starts again. Tibio, hello. It seems we started our research in the right place. We learned a lot from Tildry. Nowhere else could someone find so many books on so many topics. We know the spirit causing all of this chaos has taken root in Vindorn. He inhabits the body of their king. Orzo. Orzo is a rare kind of king. He was rich beyond meaning. He was a wizard of unmatched power. He was an immortal vampire. And on top of that, he was a kind and benevolent man. But that changed recently. He grows his influence by splitting his vampiric strain, as those converts are compelled to do his bidding. We feel he may already control most powerful leaders in Vindorn and that they are unable to help themselves. There has been alchemical research that suggests a vampire's lineage can be cured, even inoculated against, through the use of an experimental potion. We need to find out what that potion is and how to get to Vindorn. That's our next move. And it cuts out. Tibio, you're reminded of the... The P.S. of your letter from your parents that told you to seek out the pinnacle of magic. Turt puts his <laughs> turtle fins to his mouth in shock. Octopus yeah. Tibio is frozen. All of the tentacles are unmoving except for the very tips of them that are twitching <laughs> in anxiety. Uh, Turt swims over and places a fin on Tibio's yeah. head. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tibio is startled, and uh, all of his tentacles shrink into the skull and that he's in. Turt retracts into a show. <laughs> <laughs> they both just sink to yeah. the floor in the room. <laughs> and then he starts like trying to mess with the bones more in the hopes that he'll get more out of the bones. They don't play anything further, but every time you disassemble the bones, they reassemble into the rough shape of a dog that is kind of swimming around you in circles. I have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reach out some tentacles to the face of the dog and, like, pat it. It, it reacts somewhat like a dog, but it's a little mechanical in nature. Perfect. <laughs> um, Holly keeps swimming to the next area. Yeah, as this, as this um, presentation ends, uh, your angler light uh, reveals that there is a, uh, another blast hole in this wall. This time it's in the forward wall that would lead to the center of the tower. And you can see just a little glimmer of that light coming through. Swim, swim, swim. <laughs> Snack is uh, at least keeping pace with Holly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the two of you are the first to uh, break into this main chamber that is now flooded. Um, you see that pool of light in the center. Uh, that is the only bright thing aside from Holly's angler light. Yeah, the two of you are, are, are bathed in this stark whiteness. Do we see anything besides the light? Is Orzo anywhere? Nope. No sign of Orzo. Snack tries to uh, come into being again. 
Okay. When you're in this chamber and you kind of set your mind on undoing this magical effect that has transformed you, you see a little wisp uh, reach out from that pool of light and react to your thought, and it transforms you back into snack. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And I pull out the lamp Mm -hmm. and um, rub it. There's a little burst of bubbles as uh, Jeannie comes out with a giant dive helmet and like slowly (laughs) turns to look at Snack and gives you a big thumbs up with a like reflective faceplate. (laughs) Just the helmet, not the suit. So it's really, there's water in there. Yeah, it's just just a loose helmet. Snack nods. Okay. He gives you a slow like astronaut nod and then looks towards the... uh, the pool of light and then he just kind of like shakes off the helmet (laughs) and floats towards it and you see him open his mouth wide and you see his arms reach across the entire expanse of this room warping his own anatomy to absorb this light and you see him take just a little bit for himself and then he turns around and diverts the flow to snack he then almost like a kinked hose or something he like turns it on each of you (laughs) and is just like distributing this power throughout the room using himself as a conduit when it's over genie says undistorted through the water here you can all hear what he's trying to say to you he says i realized at some point it well it's not going to be me is it i'm not going to be the one to stop him it's us we all need this turk claps his fins Um, at that, uh, you all feel yourself, uh, uh, surge with energy. Uh, your HP is maxed out Oof. and you become level 11. Hey, Whoa. Um, can I get cannons in my shell? Like Blastoise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. This is an upgrade to your fish form only. Okay. <laughs> so is the fountain no more than is? Yeah. The fountain has been used up. This, this gate has been closed by you guys pulling enough energy through it that it dissipates. So that's. A pretty nice benefit for closing these. Is there a way out of this uh, underwater trap? (laughs) Uh, The same way you came in would suffice, I think. Uh, But before that, we will cut back to the bridges and the Chimera Jinx (laughs) that is still threatening the Tower of Knowledge. Uh, First in this initiative is Uli playing Ulrich. Um, (gasps) Ulrich has a... A scythe, a lasso, and a pitchfork. What would you like to do? Scythe, for sure. Okay. Um, so he's got like weird fleshy mouths. Yeah. Again, this thing is like a gorilla body with a like chameleon face and extra mouths all over its body that are all shooting out these pink tongues. Yeah, I want to chop some tongues. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's have uh, Ulrich make a multi-attack. Uh, do two attacks for me. Okay. With a um, d20. What do I add? Uh, you're going to add a, a flat plus six to your attacks. Okay. 21. That hits. And nine. Okay, that does not hit. Okay. And uh, for the damage, I'm going to give you uh, have you give me 2d8 plus four. 15. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely enough to uh, sever a tongue. You see this thing was trying to stabilize itself and get closer to the bridge so it can start eating people. Uh, but with every tongue you sever, it has less control over the battlefield. Every tongue you chop. Gross. <laughs> and then next up in that initiative is Henry, the uh, yeah. no. house homunculus. Who's, <laughs> who's Henry's friend? Henry the homunculus uh, is uh, Tibio's go. Hell yeah. Uh, Henry has magic missile and magic missile. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
Choose wisely. <laughs> yeah. Henry is going to. So what's where's the like bulk of Jinx? The gorilla part is the bulk. Yeah, that's like the the core of it, and so that is like kind of right up against the bridge, and then this alternate party is on that bridge right there in the front of the Tower of Knowledge. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bucket Henry is going to magic missile the gorilla. Okay. Uh, and then we'll pretend that is at a uh, fifth level coming from him. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Third level, meaning five bolts. Gotcha. 12, 13. 13. Okay. Not as good as Owen, but good. <laughs> well, he's a bucket. Well, he, so is. he is made of he's, uh, he's a bucket. He's two buckets and a mop, so okay. whatever. Okay, is he is he like the the mops in Fantasia? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next up in that order is uh, Sid Clearly being played by Bert. Yeah. Uh, Sid has uh, Cure Wounds and Guiding Bolt. I'll serve up a Guiding Bolt. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What's his uh, modifier? I mean, it's an 18, so it hit. Uh, th- thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes, that will hit no matter what. Um, 18 in any case would be a hit. So we'll do a third level guiding bolt. Ooh. Uh, 20 damage. Damn. All right. And the next person has advantage on their attack. All right. And that next person would be Norp, played by Snack. Who the fuck's Norp? Oh, lucky. Who the fuck's Norp? Uh, Good one, John. Who the fuck's Norp? <laughs> Fan favorite, Norp. Norp is the steward of the Tower of Knowledge. Uh, he has uh, Misty Step and Cone of Cold. And, and who's who's Norp again? He's <laughs> he's the he's a, an orc professor that told you about Icy, oh, okay. and then met you at Henry's. Are you just fucking with me? <laughs> No. <laughs> so he's got Cone of Cold and Misty, Misty Step. Yep. Okay, one sec. Let me just look up. Uh, Do you want me to tell which one does more damage? No, I, I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> Norp teleports himself into the monster with Misty Step. Yeah, can we sacrifice Merching these with the NPCs? <laughs> Norp has made a Oof. beautiful sacrifice. It's a very powerful spell. Mm-hmm. Norp has lived a very boring life looking at books all the time. He uh, crutches down and Spins his hands all cool and shoots off a cone of cold. Okay. So it's a con save. So it's 38 cold damage on Dang. a failed save. Okay. You got norped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying something new out. Does it work? All right. Uh, yeah. Not only does that uh, freeze some of the tongues in place such that they shatter when he moves, um, this chimera is also stuck in place against the bridge now as the water around it has frozen. Hell yeah, Norp! That ought to chill him out. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, finally, uh, we have Holly playing the role of Ivy. Um, Ivy has uh, Ray of Frost and Enlarge Reduce. <laughs> Sorry, we, I think we clipped. Yeah, it's a clipper. Uh, Ivy's going to try to reduce that monster Kay. to an EB boy. Okay. I don't know how to do this spell. I roll. I don't think you roll, actually. Good, because that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is a 12 for the con save. That does fail Ivy's save. Uh, yeah. It is reduced. That's right, you monster. I guess all of those characters uh, hear a sort of shattering noise as the frozen chimera begins to shrink down rapidly and is now kind of still stuck in that large chunk of ice, but is now flailing with no power to remove itself from the ice. Well, I don't know you, but nice. <laughs> yes, good one. 
We should start an adventuring party together. <laughs> mm, Henry's buckets rattle. Not so fast. Mm. I got a business to run. <laughs> yeah, I got a farm. Hey, uh, we'll talk later, Narp. That's my name, and don't forget it. <laughs> don't forget who I am. <laughs> um, back underwater. Uh, what are you doing as the the gate uh, as these closes? These idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love with my other character. <laughs> <laughs> Let's never go back. <laughs> The, the gate is sealed. Orzo is gone. You are level 11. Snack is the only non-fish, right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Should I roll? That's going to be a 7. That Eight. is not good. Still not good. Okay. Uh, you all see Snack is choking. <laughs> um, oh, he has a dolphin. <laughs> Swims up to him and yep. puts her like, yep. bottle <laughs> nose on his face. <laughs> See, now you're just doing it for the patches. <laughs> I don't think I make an actual connection. So Snack sees a dolphin open its mouth and charge it. <laughs> yeah, rows there's like rows of sharp yeah. teeth. Yeah. No, actually, I grab the lamp and I like try and hit him in the face with it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> clang, clang. Yeah, you, Snack, you, you keep trying to go in and like parts of your form get smaller as you reach for the lamp. But uh, that, that magic has kind of used up mm-hmm. for the day. I'm, I'll... I'll swim him towards Jamie. Um, Holly's hmm. swimming around trying to find a way out of here that's faster than the way we came. Yeah. I want to say at your size, Holly, you actually can slip through the little windows in this in this tower. Uh, Holly swims out and then turns around and is like, swims back in and swims out again mm-hmm. and swims in again. And then is like, oh, I can't leave everybody in her head. And so she swims in and then she is going to... Wait, we can't cast spells with verbal because right. we're fish. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give Snack a teeny tiny potion that I've been holding on to for wow. a long time. Oh. Cool. Can you take we have it potions? Off? Interesting. Off of you? I've literally had it for like... I know, but you're an anglerfish right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, it's... Oh, how does that work? You'd have to pop out of your anglerfish form to give it to Snack. How deep underwater are we? <laughs> like 70 feet. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'll swim through the crack. Okay. I'm going to pop into holly form. Okay. I'm going to... Stick my arm okay. back oh. through the crack with the teeny tiny potion. Oh, I see. Yeah. And like wave it around at Snack, like holding the potion. Okay. Tibio the octopus grabs it with one tentacle and passes it to Snack. Okay. <laughs> snack opens the potion, mm-hmm. notices it starts leaking out, and then puts it up to his mouth. And- <laughs> <laughs> you just like, you open it into the water and it just like drifts everywhere. And then your eyes go wide and you just like suck up all the colored water. <laughs> And uh, Snack becomes teeny tiny. Snack, you are two inches tall. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Tibio the octopus grabs Snack carefully with the tentacle and rolls him up. Okay. And then uses the other tentacles to like jet through that crack and get up to the surface. Yeah, Yeah, Holly's swimming for the surface too. I guess Uli and I are going back the way we came in. I guess so. All right, you guys are taking a long way together. (laughs) We'll say you all crest the surface of the water back near that bridge. And you can see that uh, Jinx Chimera uh, had just ended his turn. Um, reduced Jinx is not nearly as effective as full-size Jinx. And uh, you can see that uh, Sid clearly is sitting on the ground, like holding the side of his face, just going, no, I'll, I'll be okay, I'll be okay. And uh, that's about the worst of it. I have um, a question. Yeah. Did my bone dog follow me? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sid clearly says, we got him on the ropes. I think the rest is up to you. We gave it what we could. Are we people now? 
<laughs> Bert says in real language. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, I can I can tell the difference between myself and a turtle. <laughs> uh, we had a really wild time down there. Oh, I'm glad you guys are okay though. Okay, uh, we can take it from here. Each of your corresponding people reaches down to help you out of the water. <laughs> uh, I look a lot older now to my brother. Yeah, when he grabs your hand, he just says, you don't look so good. Well, fuck you, too. <laughs> uh, he hands you a pitchfork. Okay. <laughs> wow, right. thanks. Wow, thanks, Sid. Oh, Norp's here, too. Wow. <laughs> oh, snack got Norp. Mm. <laughs> um, looking over the ledge, you can see uh, that there's, like, blood in the snow and that Jinx is just thrashing and flailing and is about five or six feet tall in total. Uh, there's like tentacles and body parts and tongues laying all around here. What do you guys do to finish this fight? Yeah, I did a cool thing last time. Someone else can take this one. <laughs> or we could all like shoot it with some sort of blast all at the same time. What about we use different elements? Oh, that's good. That's good. That's pretty have, cool. Do right? we have all? Do we have? I can do fire. I have. Fire's great. Ice. Tiny snack. I have uh, electricity. Grabs his cloak and starts flying down towards him, two inches tall. You all lose track of Snack immediately. <laughs> oh, shit. We're... Snack's going to ruin our cool. Also, Snack is moving like a million miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little a bumblebee or something. Yeah. I get down. You're close. a dragonfly. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Cute. great. Snack knows what he wants to do as well. Okay. Flies over close to him and mm-hmm. waits for the cue. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get close to him also. Timio. Tosses y'all bardic inspiration and sits on shore. <laughs> okay. Bert's ready to hit it with a sacred flame. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to stab him with the pitchfork and cast shocking grasp. <laughs> nice. nice. Okay. Holly, you got one? I'm going to fireball. Fireball okay. him. Mm-hmm. Snack takes a deep breath in and is going to do a flyby dragon breath on him. Okay, cool. In his tiny form. Okay. <laughs> Um, you see Ulrich, Henry, Sid, Norp, and Ivy all kind of like get themselves ready in an attack position. And then you all just hear Sid go, go. Nope. Oh. Awesome. What is the bardic- I, don't, I don't even roll for this one. I'm he has dead. to make a deck save. Deck save for me too. Me too. Also, I'm cast at fourth level. Wow. All right. That's a natural one for Holly's <laughs> deck save. That's, so that was for the fireball? Okay. Yep. I feel like he should just have a natural one for all of us probably. <laughs> I like that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he rolled a natural one in the first deck save, yeah. I'm going to say it's an ultimate failure. Uh, you see what's left of the Chimera Jinx uh, still has a large portion of its leg stuck in the ice, and it just sort of flops over to face its attackers, and it sees all of you coming down at it. Uh, first, the fireball goes off, and then a sacred flame lights him up, then a dragon breath, and finally a pitchfork. <laughs> Uh, with electricity running through it. Fork. Yeah. Uh, let's get your total damage between the four of you. Mm-hmm. 10 for me. It's 20 okay. for me. Nice. 96. Jesus. 15 lightning. Give me damage on the pitchfork, too. So oh. D6. Plus your strength. Seven. I think we're just waiting on Holly damage. Uh, 37. Damn. Jesus. Did we get him? Combined, uh, you guys did uh, 20 excess damage on top of uh, this boss's full health. Um, (laughs) What is left is essentially a scorch mark that runs up the side of the Tower of Knowledge and nothing else. 
Is he Yay! really gone this time? Uh, Jinx reverts to his original form, which you realize is close to a gnome, but it's not exactly. It might have even shapeshifted itself to look like Tibio when you first fought yeah. Jinx, but Jinx is not anything you've ever seen before. He's He's got large eyes and a, a smile that literally runs from ear to ear and a head that is two times too big for his body. Some kind of otherworldly creature. Ew. But it is most certainly dead, floating belly up in the water. Can Tibio tell if he's fey? Uh, it doesn't look to be fey. Uh, you would think that this is like an aberration, some creature that was created by magic. Mm. With all of you standing on the broken bridge, you hear Margot call out to you, and then you hear Maisie's voice echo after that, and you see Bucket Henry turn towards the sound of Maisie's voice. It takes two steps and begins to disassemble. Mm. And you see it reach out over the broken bridge, and you see Maisie reaching out towards the party and all of her friends, and then you see Henry just fall to pieces. And uh, Maisie might never have known that he came back to protect her. Can I feel that like he's at peace? Yes, his, his mission is accomplished. Good, okay. He was able to end the threat and, and see that his daughter's safe. Uh, I think we'll end it there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tim, your DM and your genie. I'm Hannah, playing Holly Hyacinth. I'm Thomas. I play Engelbert F.F. Wisherspoon. I'm Tara, and I play Tibio Femur. I'm John. I play Snack the Cobalt. And I'm Maggie, playing Uli. Dear listeners, thank you for sharing this story with us. If you're wishing there was a way to support us, that's right, you can. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at peepop underscore podcast and leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening. You can even help us out with a small donation at buymeacoffee.com slash peepop. Sincerely, Bert.